This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you'd like to become a client, please go to my website, celebrateeverystep.com and schedule a discovery call or check out the individual and class options. This is Elena with Celebrate Every Step, where we share our stories of our path to well-being. Often as we step beyond the physical, mental, and emotional pain, we can embrace our quirks and find a deep belief in ourselves. Join me to tap into the sacred, magical mystery of the universe, seeing the signs, symbols, and synchronicities along the way, and finding the practices and skills that bring peace and happiness to you. Hi, everyone. I am Elena with Celebrate Every Step, and I am here today with Julie of Empowering Health, which is a coaching business. And she brings to her practice, and she's going to bring to the expo, her self-love coaching. And that really blends in her health coaching, life coaching, self-love, and energy healing. She is also a Holy Fire Reiki master. And so I am just so excited to have you for the expo and to talk with you today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I am really excited, you know, to be part of this and the expo and everything. It's been a while since I've been out there, so I'm excited to get connected again. Yeah, you had to take a little bit of a break due to some of your own health things going on. And so when you told me that you were feeling better and you were ready to get out there, I was like, I know just the place for you to come out of uh, your in retirement. So yay. Yeah, I know. It's it's so great to be feeling good and ready <laughs> to get out of all that again. Yeah, it's so hard when our health is suffering, whether that is, you know, physical stuff going on or mental and emotional stuff going on. And I know for me, dealing with the limes and Bartonella over the last year and a half, it just took so much out of me. And, you know, it's just like any chronic condition, chronic pain, chronic stomach, any of that stuff, you know, it takes everything you have just to do the basics. And then when you add things on top of that, like kids or animals or a job, you know, we got to pay bills. And then, yeah, like the extras have to go. <laughs> so I am so glad that you're feeling better and can get back to those extras because I don't know about for you, but for me, expos light me up. They give me energy. They, I love connecting with the community. I love connecting with other vendors. So tell me about kind of what you've been going through and what you're looking forward to and getting back out there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's been such a journey. I definitely, I was up and down with, um, you know, some health issues. Migraines played a huge role in all of that. And so I sort of, you know, gave myself time to dig deep into where they were coming from, mm -hmm. not just physically, but on the emotional side of it all. And so it, it's quite a job when you start to do that inner work. Um, yeah. It's definitely super rewarding once you get through it, mm -hmm. but you know, in the depths of it, it's like there's limited things that you can handle. And so yeah. I think honoring yourself through those things is like, so important. And I know it can be challenging to do because we want to just keep going through life and just keep, keep on, uh, you know, the same routines and everything. But 
that journey can be life changing as well. And it can really shift you into some new things. And so it not only helped me to relieve myself from those chronic, that chronic pain, but it also kind of gave me more for my business to be able to offer to my clients as a coach. And through that, I've, I've gone through a self-love program and now I'm, I'm just graduating as a self-love coach. And I'm super excited for that because I just love that kind of work. So yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to really dive into that and help other amazing women to work through some of those inner things Mm -hmm. and, and really dig deep so that they can come out on the other side and feel as amazing as I do at this point. And so business wise, I can't wait for the expo to connect again. And like you, I, I get, I feel recharged. I'm ready to mm-hmm. go. After that. So it's, it's great. Yeah. And so there's quite a few things I want to touch on in there. That was, a, <laughs> that was good that stuff. Was <laughs> that, yeah, it was good stuff. But um, yeah, you know, it is really interesting, obviously with a therapy practice and my hypnotherapy practice, it's all focused on emotional healing, which, you know, so they might show up like you did for migraines, but then we needed to go into the underlying mental and emotional things that were contributing to that. And so I see that across the board. It might be a physical condition, but we got to get into the emotions of that, the memories, the feelings, the things that we didn't address, you know, back in time, um, whether current life or past life. And so that we can feel our best in the here and now. And I do tell people like this isn't easy work, but it is worth it. And that's exactly it. You know, when you're in the thick of it, it can be like, oh my gosh, is this worth it? It can feel scary to open up wounds and not know what that's going to mean. But I've really tried to move into assuming the best and knowing that the process is the whole thing. It is the journey. It is not the destination. And so I just love that you're talking about that. And the other piece that I wanted to mention was the the self-love piece. And that's what I love about the coaching world. You know, I'm kind of in two worlds. I'm in the therapy world and I'm in the coaching world. And those are actually two kind of different things. You know, therapy is a degree, a graduate degree, CEUs, you know, all of these things. And then coaching, it usually comes about because of a transformational life experience or multiple life experiences. So there's a real value to living life and then coming out the other side and wanting to offer that to other people. So kudos to you for using your life experiences to then help others. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been, I mean, honestly, it's been like a six-year journey at this Mm -hmm. point, you know, just little steps through the whole process. But, and I didn't realize it at the time that this is where it would take me. I had no idea I would be wanting to coach and like really diving deep into helping other people. But I mean, I've, I couldn't have done it without coaches like, you know, all the mentors that I've had and your Mm -hmm. support through it to help me really dig deep into that. I couldn't have done it on my own for sure. And so I know there's so many other people that can use that support to really work through things and just that little nudge to keep going through it, you know, to know there's, there's way better on the other side of all of it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that is, you know, a lot of times when people sit in front of me, they will say, well, I know this. I know, I I feel this. I I get it. But then actually implementing that, actually giving yourself permission to do the things that make you feel better, to, you do sometimes need that outside person. And I would say almost, we really need an outside person. I don't know anybody that has walked this healing path 100% on their own. And I'm a lone wolf. Like I like to do things on my own. I was just telling my um, clinical supervisor, I was like, sometimes I have to learn the most difficult and hardest way. (laughs) But if we can dial that back and actually reach out for support (laughs) so we don't have to do it in, in such a struggle bus kind of way, all the better. So yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And I am one that likes to be more, like you said, the lone wolf. Like Mm -hmm. I, I had the the mentality of I can just push through this and I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I luckily I had some amazing people around me that pushed me to connect with coaches and yeah. to you know because I know I wouldn't have pushed myself this far without all of that. No, and you know, when you're in the thick of things, it's hard to see Yes. The path. It's hard to see outside looking in. It's hard to get that higher perspective. And so that really is what a coach, a therapist can offer to you. You know, they're not in the thick of it with you day to day. They are walking that healing journey with you, but they're not in the weeds. And so it is somebody walking that path with you, holding your hand at times, giving you a hug at times, giving you permission at times, just encouraging you to keep going, to keep at it. Um, it, It's just so powerful to have a mentor, to have a therapist, to have a coach with you on that path. And everybody that I know, even the best of the best, all have mentors, all have coaches, all have people that are a few or many, maybe many steps ahead of them that are, you know, guiding the way, are walking with them on that journey. So absolutely agree that if not for my mentors and colleagues and coaches, I would not be where I am either. So yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Thank you. I, um, I, I can't give enough gratitude to the people who have guided me through all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, Cause like you said, when you're in the thick of it, you just can't, you can't see clearly, you know, like you're just, there's a lot of, of scary things happening and, you know, you just want to cling on to whatever you can. Mm-hmm. And when you're given new tools and new perspectives and the guidance and even the permission, like you said, to just kind of breathe and give yourself that break. Yeah. It's like the light is shining on you and you're starting, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk self-love because this is like my favorite topic. Um, I always say that every single thing that I see anybody for, it boils down to self-love, self-acceptance, and self-forgiveness. Yes, there's like many iterations of that, but ultimately it's those three things that everybody needs to come down to. And so self-love is a hundred percent necessary <laughs> for us to make our way through this life. So tell me about your experience with that and moving through that and what that looked like for you. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had the perspective for so long that it was more about me showing up for other people and it it, like self-love wasn't even a concept for me until I started, you know, kind of connecting with some people who, who started talking about self-love and how much it recharges you and how, you know, you love yourself. And Mm -hmm. that just kind of ripples through to all the people around you. And so I thought, okay, this is interesting. I'm going to dig deeper into this. And so I went through an entire year long program, um, specifically around self-love and it, it went so deep into like being able to connect with your, your body and your inner self and being able to just ask the questions and, figure out what feels good to you and how you can truly show up for yourself. It's not necessarily about getting your nails done every day or every week, um, you know, like taking the baths and those are all beautiful, great things that we should be doing or whatever feels good to us. But it is about loving yourself enough to be honest and ask yourself the questions and really sometimes make hard decisions. You know, Mm -hmm. like I, I changed my diet significantly because my body was telling me this isn't working for you, you know, and I went through some fasts and some cleanses that I felt I'm actually just finishing one up right now. And Mm. oh, you feel so, so amazing. And you're, you do, you just have this so much love for yourself for doing it. And then that ripples out. I just noticed interacting with other people in such a high vibration way because I feel so much better. And so that has helped me to, and you know, and it, it, it goes in with the emotional stuff too, like, you know, loving yourself enough to accept where you are right now in this moment and still saying, you know what, it's okay. I'm exactly where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I can deal with the emotions that are coming up. They don't define me. They're just part of this journey with me. And they're speaking to me. They're telling me, you know, some pretty powerful uh, messages once we start to listen. And so it's just taken me to a whole new level. And that's what made me want to really be able to coach self-love because of how amazing I feel going through the process. And I feel like I've reconnected with myself and Mm -hmm. I, I know myself a little deeper at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I really love what you talked about with the self-care because, yes, you know, the massages, the chiropractic, the nails, the hair, all of that matters. I love all of that stuff. Um, But it is the truly looking inward, taking personal responsibility, doing the deep healing emotional work. It is laughing more. It is having more fun. You know, it's all of these very dynamic things. And that's, you know, that's exactly it. Whenever I'm doing sessions with people, we're looking at the physical things. So, you know, that's where I lump in. Do you need to do the yoga? Do you need to go for the walk? Do you need the massage? And then we're looking at the mental, you know, what thoughts are affecting you that we can work through and let go of the emotions. Yeah. Actually letting them come up, you know, (laughs) we got to feel them. We got to feel them. Um, and then even getting into creative, um, endeavors and aspects because our brains need that. We need that to feed our soul. And that last one, nutrition, so, so important. And I mean, even hydration. I talk to people a lot about hydration because if you're dehydrated, 
your brain isn't working. If you're not getting salt and minerals, then you know, those are nutrients that your body needs. And um, I know for me with the limes and Bartonella, those two bacteria eat all of the minerals in your body. And so I was having to take mega doses of trace minerals, of magnesium, and my brain did not feel good until I was paying attention to that, until I truly looked at like, this is what I need. And then sugar so bad for those two infections. And my heart rate was getting better. And then the second I would have sugar, through the roof again. So I had to get real honest with my sugar intake. And I don't eat processed sugar, but even bananas, because they were a higher concentration, would spike my heart rate. You know, so it was really getting into that nitty gritty um, honest evaluation <laughs> of the food and the drink and alcohol, it just puts my heart rate through the roof. But, you know, I still indulge here and there because I do like to, <laughs> to drink and chill out and sit around the fire with friends. And, you know, so I try to just be more mindful of that. So I love that you touched on the nutrition piece. Yeah, thank you. I think, um, the biggest thing for me has been around intuitive eating, you know, mm. like you talk about everything that you needed to become mindful of. And I think it's about really like connecting in with what does my body need? Because mm. we're all so different from each other. Correct. You know, we can, we can follow a certain regimen, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for us mm -hmm. if it works for someone else. So I think, and that's the biggest thing for me as well. Like I've, I've recognized, um, a lot of the foods I was eating that I thought were healthy were not serving my body. Yeah. So I really had to get strict. And yes, I indulge sometimes too. I think it's about a healthy balance. And mm -hmm. just when you're feeling like, okay, you know what, I think I can handle this today. And I'm just gonna, you know, drink more water, help my body um, yeah. cleanse it out and do all the things for yourself, you know, but you're aware of it at that yes. point. Yeah. And you know, I just had this conversation with a client this morning. She came in with her kombucha and I was like, oh, I miss my kombucha because there is a phase where I was making it and bottling it. And but because I have histamine issues, my body doesn't like to detox histamine. I can't do a lot of fermented foods because that increases your histamines. So, yeah, we can't just blanket say this is healthy for everybody because everybody's systems are so different. And, you know, I had to work through some food addiction issues before I could get more intuitive again. And so I did need some outside help with some muscle testing and nutrition response testing to see like, yes, this is okay for you. No, this is not okay. And really, really, really dial that in. Um, even more than I ever have post those infections. Um, and it's just so fascinating to me. I just love learning more and more and more about how our brains work, how our bodies work, and just how we can do what's best for ourselves. And that may look very different <laughs> from one person to the next. Yes, I, I agree. I think, um, there's definitely not a one, one approach for everyone. It's just so, cause our bodies are so different and we've gone through different things in our lives and, and not only the foods and everything, but we've also 
you know, processed emotions very differently. Mm -hmm. We've got our own path and we store emotions in our body. And so that can be different from one person to the next to be able to recognize those things. And so it's, it's just such a, it is very interesting to me. I consider myself a lifelong learner. I have books piled up everywhere, you know, just always wanting to learn more about it all. Yeah. We have a little visitor that came in <laughs> behind me here. <laughs> Luckily, the screen is um, blurry and you can't, you can only see the top of his head. <laughs> For those watching, you'll be able to see him. For those listening, just know that my uh, seven-year-old is trying to hide behind my chair. Um, yeah, it is, it is fun to dive into all of that. And, you know, I do find that a lot of people have a hard time being honest with themselves. And then also I know for me, I get caught up a little bit in the frustration of, okay, I eat better than, you know, 90% of the population and I'm still struggling. And are you kidding me that I can't even have bananas? You know, so it is, yes, like while we're talking about practical nutrition, there is a mental piece to that where, if I'm living in that place of frustration and anger towards my body and towards food, that's not going to serve me. So moving through those emotions and allowing myself to just say like, okay, this is your reality and that is perfectly fine. And what is that going to look like for you? And maybe it's not forever, forever, but for right now, this is what we need to be doing and focusing in on. Right. I mean, I think that is a big part of it is the frustration of it. I've gone through that as well. Like, you know, (laughs) looking at around and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I am so strict and I'm so, you know, and I'm still experiencing things and it does. And some days you're just like, why, why do I keep doing this? Mm -hmm. And then you remind yourself how far you've come. Exactly. You know, and then you're okay. And being honest, oh my goodness. Sometimes I've been knocked straight on my butt until I'm honest with myself. Mm -hmm. And it's not always easy, but it really brings the awareness to me. Yeah. And you know, that honesty, it's just been coming up a lot lately for people. And I I sound a little harsh, but I will say that like most people are living in delusion. So, you know, you can be, when you do things like track your food or, um, you know, sit with somebody else, you really do have to get honest with what you're actually putting into your body and what the ratios are. And also looking at how are you living your life? How are you showing up for yourself or not? And oftentimes we can be like, well, I am sleeping enough. And then you get a ring that tracks your sleep and you're actually only getting four hours of sleep. And you're like, oh, I was deluding myself. And, you know, I put... Um, I had to increase my fat, lower my protein, and significantly lower my carbs. I was like, I don't think I'm doing that bad. And then I started tracking and I was like, whoa, your carbs were at like 120. Your protein was like way up there and your fat was super low. So like I was deluding myself that I was (laughs) doing it correctly. And that's okay. It's all part of the journey. Um, You know, there would have been a time when I would have been beating myself up about it. And then it's just like, nope, now at least I have the awareness and can do something about it. And um, so getting into those, that more emotional side too, it, it is really easy to see other people as the problem. Instead of taking that honest look at ourselves, and is that part of the program? Is that that self love is looking 
inward instead of casting blame all around. Oh, that is a huge part of the program Mm. because that was something I absolutely had to learn was it's not necessarily everyone around me. We all have our own things that we're going through. And when I get upset or frustrated or, you know, whatever feeling about what someone else is doing, I need to look at myself and say, why is this upsetting me? What's going on within me that I'm letting this get to me or that it's triggered me, you know? So that is definitely because once we're able to really understand where that's coming from inside of us, it's like, you can just breathe, you know, you can kind of get through things so much easier because those things, eventually the triggers are less and less because you're, you're working through those emotions and you're working through all of the stuff that you're carrying that creates those triggers for you. So, you know, most of the time it isn't someone else. It's your own stuff that just starts to come up when people behave a certain way. An update on the retreat from Elena and Alexandra. The retreat will be moved to November of 2024 due to needing to move up the kidney donation. And so please come join Elena and Alexandra for a transformative retreat where anything is possible. Learning to embrace a sacred and intentional life, to find your true purpose, to restore balance to all aspects of your being. We have created a space where it is possible to feel loved and supported in the ways you most need to access the quiet spaces within. Come join us in Punxsutawney in November of 2024 to let go, to find peace, to set intentions, and to live life on your terms. Please see the show notes for more information and for the website to get signed up as there are only nine spots available. When we're looking at our own triggers, that does give us that opportunity to go in and heal those wounds that are still there. You know, anytime I notice that, that's just like that, oh, that's not completely healed. What do we need to go in and work on in there? And I think the other side of that is it also gives you a true view of how people are. So if somebody is always treating you badly, And you can actually look at yourself and be like, okay, what is my part in this? Then you can also decide if there needs to be a boundary in place. Is there something that I was allowing them to walk all over me forever? Um, Was I the one always being the good friend and not getting anything in return? You know, so there is that give and take where we're honestly evaluating those relationships and, okay, what's my part in it? What's their part in it? And then where do we need to go with that? And But personal responsibility is the key to that. If if it's outward blame or all inward blame, that doesn't work. You know, it's we have to take that personal responsibility. But once we do that, then that gives us that ability to look and evaluate with truth, you know, what's going on around us. So, yeah, I love all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely agree. And it really gives you a perspective to be able to look at the relationships around you and recognize, are they balanced? Are they serving you? Mm -hmm. Is there something that needs to change? 
which can really open up a whole nother, yeah. you know, because sometimes the relationships aren't great for you and some yeah. things do need to change. And that's another thing you have to work through. And that can get kind of messy, you know, when other people are understanding why you're making changes or, you know, the process you're going through. So it, it's, it's a lot, which is just another reason why having a coach through it was like, oh yeah. my goodness, how yeah. could I have gotten through that without having someone really guide me and mm-hmm. help me to work through those emotions? hundred percent. And yeah, I forget who it was that said it to me, but it was that upsetting the homeostasis. So when things have always been one way, whether it's, you know, with a parent and, you know, 40 years in, you're deciding like, this doesn't work for me anymore, or whether it's a romantic relationship 20 years in, and you're like, "Mm, this isn't working this way for me anymore. And you go to make those changes. The other person's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it's always been. So I don't like this. And yeah, having somebody helping you through that process. And again, being honest, you know, like I do kind of call people out in a very loving way sometimes of like, yeah, maybe you were the problem in that situation. (laughs) And it's from a place of love. You know, it's not judgment, but it is, okay, you want this to be different. So how can we do that differently? So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing that, you know, you, you need to realize as you're going through that kind of process is that the changes that you're making within yourself do sometimes trigger other people because you're shifting and doing different things and trying to really lift yourself up and work through a lot of things. And that can be triggering for a lot of people because they're not in that space or it's bringing things up for them or whatever reason. So that can be, you know, pretty challenging as well to be Mm -hmm. able to work through those things, especially when there's people around you that don't necessarily understand the process. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Not everybody is ready to make changes and not everybody is willing to make changes. And so that's another hard thing to really evaluate, you know, and I'm working on my book right now and I was, um, so I've been reading my gene keys. I don't know if you've gotten into that yet, Um, but it was so fascinating because I know when I look at what I came in with my lessons to learn by reading human design, astrology, gene keys, it was finding that balance between wanting to save everyone and now realizing that that's not my role. My role is to love and support them where they're at. And then if they come to me, then I can assist them. But I don't need to just be spouting, um, you know, therapy stuff and whatever to people who have no interest in making those changes or hearing about those things. And But that was very hard for me to understand. Because I mean, really, it's been my whole life of wanting to help other people. And then I went into social work and mental health. So like I spend all day, every day helping people and or reading about how to help people. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, like that's my whole world. That's my whole existence. And then, but then to put that own boundary in place for me, it's like, yeah, like people to cook out don't want to do that work. (laughs) Oh, I can totally relate to that. And I've had the same background. I worked in behavioral health. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always wanting to help people. 
And honestly, when I started going through my own process, I was just so excited that I found things that felt good to me that were 100%. working for me. Yeah. And I just wanted to like share it. Like, mm-hmm. do you know that like this is amazing? And that, then it it like hit me. Wow. People like they don't they're not ready for that, you know? Yeah. So I had to set that boundary for myself, like pull mm-hmm. myself in. Okay, focus on what I'm doing. If people are asking, I'm happy to share the information, but yeah. I have to reel myself in. I was just yeah. so excited. Well, yeah. And I do think that that's it. It's like, I get excited because something feels so good or works so good or, you know, and, and obviously there are plenty of people out there that want to hear that journey and want me to share, or I wouldn't be doing this podcast if that wasn't the case or writing a book or, you know, all of the content creation, but knowing when and where that that is a good and necessary thing is is important and yeah my mentor you know with love the one time was like yeah you you were probably very annoying to them <laughs> and i was like yeah probably cuz they're not interested in that part yeah. of you in part of your gifts but i know it i don't know how it works for you but i know it's hard for me sometimes too because so like on the more metaphysical side when i look at somebody I can kind I, I see their timelines. So I can see their past life timeline. I can see um, the different choices. And when they make those different choices, how that's going to impact their timelines, either back or forward. And so just recognizing, like, again, I'm not responsible for that. If they're sitting in front of me as a client, then sure. Like, let's talk about that and dive into past life healing, current life healing, but I don't need to take that on for every single person whose path I cross. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I get like, I'm very intuitive. So I just pick up on things like, you know, recognizing if someone isn't feeling well, like, oh man, they really could benefit from doing this or, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, seeing them make certain choices and recognizing like, oh, there's, there could be better choices, but yeah, I've, I've had to, really learn to keep those things to myself and not carry it with me as well, Mm -hmm. because it can be, you know, I worry, I used to be the biggest worrier about everyone around me. I just need to fix everything and have everyone be happy. Mm -hmm. And that's not my role. I can't do that for everyone. And that's been a hard lesson. Yeah. And that goes into that emotional and mental side that I know I help people with. And that's a huge one is wanting everybody to be happy around you, wanting everybody to be okay. And that's just not the reality. We are not happy all the time. We are not okay all of the time. But oh my gosh, especially when I had my kids and they would get upset or they would be frustrated with something. It just happened this morning. My I asked my son to go carry the plants from the front porch to the garden. He lost his mind because he wanted to be doing something else. And before I would have done everything to be like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like, okay, let's, you know, like trying to fix it, trying to solve it, trying to save the situation because I was so uncomfortable with somebody being upset around me. And now I'm like, okay, you can be upset, like feel those feelings, get them out, but you're still going to carry those plants (laughs) back to the garden. (laughs) But before, man, I would have been all over that trying to fix it, solve it, feeling super uncomfortable during that process. And now it's like, okay, 
you can have your feelings. I can remain steady and solid. And then we can figure this out after that has all moved through you. So, yeah. Oh, yes, I can definitely relate. I was the people pleaser, just wanted to like have peace. Like, Mm -hmm. let's not, you know, and now I recognize like we all have our own path. We all have to experience our own things. And so, you know, I just let like you said, love everyone where they are, just mm-hmm. meet them where they are and support them through whatever it is they need to experience. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about what you will be bringing to the expo, which of course will be things that you can contact her for outside of that if you are far away from us. So you are going to be doing your consults for your self-love coaching program. And we'll talk about each of these. You're going to do bring um, Reiki infused crystals and then also offering Reiki sessions. Is that all correct? Yeah, that's correct. I um, since I actually will be launching some self-love coaching program coming up, um, I I'd love to do some consults and just Mm -hmm. help people understand what it is I do and how I can support them. What I love about it is that it's individualized. It's not just, you know, as we talked earlier, it's not about a one size fits all approach. Mm-hmm. It's, it's individualized to each person. So, you know, I'll be able to do that, get into some, you know, just support around what people are ch- feeling challenged with right now. Um, the Reiki sessions will be about 10 to 20 minutes um, just so that someone can experience that, get some great um, clearing energy and just, mm-hmm. you know, know what Reiki is about if they're not familiar with it. <clears throat> yeah. And um, yeah, the crystals, I'm super excited to bring the crystals, the Reiki infused. I carry crystals with me all the time. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. So I think that'll be a nice little, plus I will have um a little handout for anyone to take who's interested on some self-love journal prompts if they'd like to get started with like journaling for themselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That is perfect. And now if people are, have listened to other episodes, we have talked about Reiki, but if they are picking this up just with you, tell me about um, your experience with Reiki and how you offer that to other people. As far as my experience, I actually got started. I tried Reiki when I was going through a pretty challenging time in my life. And I just, I I had heard about it and I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. Let's see what happens. And it truly supported me in just feeling more uplifted, feeling relaxed, you know, just kind of taking the edge off so that I could handle the stress in a more healthy way. So I, the way that I offer it is I, I provide, you know, like, a, before we get started, I like to just talk a little, like what's going on? Why is it that you would like some Reiki today? And I give the option of a guided meditation for those who maybe find it a little difficult to just lay, lay on the table and relax right away. I find that a guided meditation is really helpful for relaxing and kind of easing into it. And then afterwards, I like to give a little time to process what the the person has experienced because I love the fact that everyone experiences something different. It's, it's their own, whatever it is that they need during that time. And so I provide some support in allowing them to process that and, you know, connect with the messages that maybe they needed or just 
you know, being able to talk through some things. So that's, that's basically how I offer a Reiki session, just that added support, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's right. I struggle with Reiki. I love Reiki, but I like when the person talks to me during, and I, I like getting the feedback as we're going and not just like a recap at the end. And so I love that you offer it um, where you are giving them some feedback, having a little bit of conversation as you're going. And I think that just came about because the lady that I saw for Reiki, um, that's how she did it. And I didn't realize that not everybody did it that way. And then I went and it was like silent. I was like, ooh, I don't like silence. <laughs> I need some, you know, a little bit of feedback, a little bit of something um, while we're going through the body. So I love that um, everybody does it a little bit differently and customizes it not only to their own personality, but also to what their their clients need too. So Super cool. I love hearing those different, um, uh, the different ways that people offer the things. You know, at the expo, we have multiple people offering Reiki. We have multiple people doing um, oracle cards or tarot cards, but each person is so different. And that's why I wanted to do the interviews so that people can get a feel for everyone and why I don't mind having more than one person doing the quote unquote same thing, because it is so very different practitioner to practitioner, of course, using the same principles and all of those kinds of things. But it is just going to be different based off of personalities and life experience and all that good stuff. Absolutely. And I think I love that there are going to be other people there because I think it is important for you to find the person that you feel most comfortable with, that you mm. feel in alignment with, the energy feels good. You know, I think it's good to experience different options and really connect with what feels good to you. So that's, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, you know, it's my expo and I have another hypnotherapist coming. <laughs> I could have, you know, weeded that out, but she, her, her and my personalities are very different. So, you know, somebody that's going to be drawn to her might not necessarily be drawn to me and vice versa. And that's okay. I believe that, the better we each are individually, the better the collective is. And I know for the people that I invite into my world, we all have the goal of uplifting everyone and that we are better together and that, that it's there's not that competition mentality within this. And so um, I'm just so happy that you are going to be a part of this and I am happy to share you with the world, um, with these platforms that I have. And for those of you out there, um, information on Julie and information on me will be in the show notes and in the description. So you can reach out to either one of us and find all of the ways to connect with us and check us each out further. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap up today? I just really want to thank you. Thank you so much for thinking of me to join this, for offering this opportunity to connect through the podcast. I think this is this is great. You know, I love that I'm getting out there again and I'm super excited to connect with more people. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. And this was excellent. Such a lovely conversation. And uh, we will both hopefully see you or talk to you soon. 
from my heart to yours. Thank you for listening. For more information on upcoming classes, courses, and one-on-one sessions, find me on the web and all socials at Celebrate Every Step. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.